Welcome to Rare Talks AADC, the podcast for parents and carers looking to find out more about AADC deficiency. This podcast discusses neurometabolic diseases, including AADC deficiency, in a way that makes sense to us non-medics. Now, before we get into the nitty gritty, it's important that I declare this podcast is funded and produced by PTC Therapeutics. The content of this podcast is based on the speaker's expert opinion and professional experience. Some content discussed in this podcast may be specific to the country the speaker practices in, and this may vary internationally. The information does not constitute medical advice, so always speak to your doctor about any questions you may have. In this podcast series, we cover what it's like if a family member has a rare disease. How do you find out? How do you get tested? And who will you interact with? We are lucky enough to be joined with a range of people from doctors who are experts in their field to parents and children who have a rare disease. Now, let's start from the beginning. Today, Dr. Roberta Scalise is joining us and she is going to help us explore what is AADC deficiency. Dr. Roberta Scalise is a child neurologist and psychiatrist. She graduated in medicine and surgery in 2011 and was a resident in child neurology and psychiatry at the Catholic University of Sacred Heart, Rome, until 2018. Currently, Dr. Roberto Scalise is undertaking a PhD in childhood movement disorders and personalised therapeutic management at the University of Florence. So welcome, Dr. Scalise. How are you? Fine, thank you very much. So what we're trying to do today is to discuss what AADC deficiency is for people like me, parents of young children, in a way that's really easy for us to understand. So I'm hoping you can help us take a step back. What is a rare disease? A rare disease is a condition that affects a small number of people. And sometimes it's also called orphan disease because uh, is, uh, af- it is affected less than one person in 2,000 people. So there are uh, more than 6,000 rare disease. So even if uh, uh, the individual disease are rare, but uh, total number of rare disease are, is large. So often having a rare disease means it can take longer to diagnose because the disease is so rare. So how do you know that your child may have a disease that is rare and isn't one that is as common? Yes, the diagnosis of a rare disease is a diagnosis journey that starts when parents or caregivers recognize that there is something behind their child. Due to the broad diversity of disorders and the relatively common symptoms, which can hide underlying rare disease, initial misdiagnosis is common. This journey is fraught with great emotional and physical baggage. It's hard enough on family caregivers when their child received a new diagnosis. The challenge is made even more difficult when the condition is rare. Understood. I think that's quite common. You go into a doctor's surgery, you see a doctor, have a conversation and then forget everything. So this is what's common with other diseases, but... Why are rare diseases different to other diseases? 
Sometimes this is because information on this condition isn't available. Not enough research has been done. Other times it's challenging to find someone knowledgeable enough to spot the signs of a rare disease. After all, these diseases are so rare that many doctors have never come across them in their careers. Being diagnosed with a rare disease is a long road. A diagnosis can serve as the key to unlock access to effective medical and social care, as well as to treatment. Getting the right and the accurate diagnosis, even when there is no treatment, increases opportunity for patients to plan their future. Okay, so what I've learned so far is if you have a rare disease, it's quite hard to often get diagnosed. You may get di- um, misdiagnosed. You may not even have access to someone who knows about the disease in your country. So let's bring this back now to AADC deficiency specifically. What are the signs and symptoms of AADC deficiency? The typical symptoms of AADC deficiency is hypotonia, that means a reduction of muscle tone, a weakness of the muscles. So it could be accompanied with a delay of developmental um, and so the child is not able to uh, have a head control or uh, to be... um, standing or walking so um, the parents uh, note that uh, there is something wrong and uh, sometimes there are also other symptoms that are abnormal or involuntary movement Uh, sometimes uh, characteristics are eyes movement eye involuntary movement that is called uh, oculogyres crisis uh, that uh, are similar to some seizure. Other common uh, symptoms uh, you might notice are an excessive sweating, drooling or dropping eyelids, or a stuffy or runny nose. And uh, if they also have a difficulty in sleeping or in behavioral problems like uh, excessive crying or uh, irritability. So a child with AADC deficiency may have some or all of these symptoms. Of course, uh, every child is different. So your child's symptoms may vary and uh, combine in the in a different wave. And could you tell me a little bit more about hypotonia? Because I believe this is one of the really common symptoms of AADC deficiency um, and it's low muscle tone. But as a parent, what does this look like? What should I be looking for? Is it I don't know, floppiness? What what would I see? Yes, there is an axial hypotonia pre- prevalent that because the, there is a, less, a low muscle tone. So um, axial hypotonia that didn't, doesn't allow the child to be sitting position or to control the movement of uh, their hand. So the regular uh, milestone uh, in the 
developmental um, growing is um, abnormal. So I've got a child and they're showing um, involuntary eye movements, they're showing a runny nose, they're showing some of those um, spasms. How do you know that it isn't something else? How do you know it's not epilepsy or a seizure, for example? Many of the symptoms of um, AADC deficiency are the same of other disorders and it is often misdiagnosed. For this reason, the doctor may perform a range of tests to make a correct diagnosis. Okay, so you'd go to your doctor, you'd say you've got these symptoms, they then perform a series of tests to get you a diagnosis. So what what do I do if I think my child has some of these symptoms? What do I do if I suspect that my child may have AADC deficiency? Yes, suppose your child has unexplained hypotonia or put muscles tone and delayed developmental. In that case, the family may discuss with a pediatric neurologist or movement disorder specialist or a clinical genetist. These symptoms to perform to, to explain these symptoms and to perform a specific diagnostic workup. It could be helpful so bring a list of questions you may have leading up to your child's doctor. And don't be afraid to ask your child doctor for uh, um, written uh, information or for more questions uh, that you can refer to, um, to the, this disease. That's really good advice. So try and I think you mentioned that before making a journal so if you do spot any of those symptoms that we listed maybe write when it when it's happened and for how long perhaps and then also don't be afraid to you know work with your doctor as a partner and ask them for copies of notes um, and to share the records um, because I guess one of the things that happens is do you work with a variety of doctors so I guess you'd first work with a pediatrician and then a neurologist. So sharing that information, um, being the glue would be very important. Yes, of course. It's very, very important to create a good relation with the doctor who managed the um, clinical manifestation and the diagnosis of your child. I guess for any parents and carers out there whose children may have ADC deficiency, what would you suggest they do next? Where, where should they go? What should they do? They've recognized a few of these symptoms. What is their next step? This is very important to talk with your child doctor to uh, explain what you think about your child, the characteristics of your child, and what uh, you think that it is not good or is going wrong. So uh, the first step is talk with the doctor. And after uh, that, if the doctor uh, um, uh, starts a work a diagnostic workup uh, and uh, make the, your uh, a di a diagnosis of AADC deficiency, 
there are also another number of resources that can help you uh, in the uh, knowledge and management of AADC deficiency, like the other, the family network of AADC deficiency or AADC website that explain you some main characteristics and other main institution like Aurordis or Orphanet. I'd imagine going through this, I mean, I'm, yeah, I've got a, two very young kids at the moment and um, it, it's it's very stressful if they're, if they're sick anyway, but let alone not knowing what it is. So I'd imagine, yeah, I can't imagine, but if for parents, uh, that you've seen, because I guess you've seen parents um, of children with AADC deficiency or that do have a rare disease. Um, I'd imagine anxious is an understatement, but um, how how have you seen, you know, what are the common concerns that you've seen for parents and carers? Yes, the common concerns for parents are the, um, the fact that uh, uh, most rare disease have no cure but because some treatment can help to improve some of your child's symptoms. So the diagnosis of a rare disease is not easy for parents. Take care of yourselves as well as your child. Couples or family counseling during this stage is very, very helpful. So living, living with a rare disease is an ongoing learning experience for patients and their families. And the hope that care and cure are possible should guide the paths. Sharing your story allowed, to, allowed you to connect with people and become stronger. Dr. Scalise, thank you so much for joining the Rare Talks AADC for Parents and Carers podcast. Getting a diagnosis can be disturbing because for many rare diseases, there is no cure. So taking care of yourself as a carer is so important, as is sharing your story with others. Thank you. You're welcome. So in our next episode, we'll be discussing the journey to diagnosis, what the tests are, how they will be carried out and when they will be and how to prepare. In the meantime, if you're looking for information on AADC deficiency, then please go to aboutaadc.eu for information on how to spot signs, symptoms and interviews with parents and carers. Until next time, goodbye.